Well, praise the Lord, everybody, everybody, everybody. Right where you are, put your hands together and praise the living God. The God of your strength, the God of your joy, the God of your peace. He is God. He alone is God. He alone is the Holy One. He alone is the Everlasting One. He alone is God. And we bless His holy name this morning. There's none like unto our God. There's none like unto our God, and we praise His holy name. I want to thank the Lord for Bishop Beatty and Harvest Time Church. It's an honor, a privilege to be here before you today and to speak a word of the Lord. I want to say happy Mother's Day to all of the mothers, the mothers of the church, the physical mothers, the stepmothers, godmothers, anti-mothers, whatever level you've been a mother, we just thank the Lord that he gave you the opportunity to sow into the lives of a child somewhere, and we bless his holy name. Glory to God. His presence is in this place. His presence is in your living room, in your car, wherever you are, wherever the Lord is. In his presence, there is fullness of joy. Ah, glory. And at his right hand, there are pleasures forevermore. Turn the pot off. Turn the oven off. Don't be distracted. Just sit in the presence of the Lord. He is a great God. Hallelujah. And we bless his holy name. Let me do this. I feel it in my spirit. I really love the Lord. I really love the Lord. You don't know what he's done for me. Gave me the victory. And I love him, I love him, I really love the Lord. If you love him, put your hands together and thank him this morning. We're going to go to the book of Genesis, the 16th chapter. And we're going to read from the New King James Version of the Bible, verses 1 through 10 and then verse 13. And the word of the Lord says, Now Sarai, Abram's wife, had borne him no children. And she had an Egyptian maidservant whose name was Hagar. So Sarai said to Abram, See now, the Lord has restrained me from bearing children. Please go into my maid, perhaps. I shall obtain children by her. And Abram heeded the voice of Sarai. Then Sarai, Abram's wife, took Hagar, her maid, the Egyptian, and gave her to her husband Abram to be his wife. After Abram had dwelt 10 years in the land of Canaan. So he went into Hagar and she conceived. And when she saw that she had conceived, her mistress became despised in her eyes. Then Sarah said to Abram, my wrong be upon you. I gave my maid into your embrace and when she became 
then when she had conceived, I became despised in her eyes. The Lord judged between you and me. So Abram said to Sarah, indeed, your maid is in your hands. Do to her as you please. And when Sarah dealt harshly with her, she fled from her presence. Now the angel of the Lord found her, talking about Hagar, by a spring of water in the wilderness by the spring on the way to Shur. And he said to her, Hagar, Sarah's maid, where have you come from and where are you going? She said, I am fleeing from the presence of my mistress, Sarah. The angel of the Lord said to her, return to your mistress and submit yourself under her hand. Then the angels of the Lord said to her, I will multiply your descendants exceedingly so that they shall not be counted for the multitude. Verse 13, then she, talking about Hagar, called the name of the Lord who spoke to her, you are the God who sees. And she said, have I also here seen him who sees me? We're going to talk just for a few minutes about stick with the plan. Stick with the plan. Oftentimes, when we see that God perhaps is not moving the way that we want him to move in the time frame that we want him to move through the people that we want him to move through, through the mechanisms that are in place that, place that we believed that he would move through, that we are oftentimes tempted to have another plan. But let me set a precedence right at the beginning of this message. We serve a God who is a covenant keeping God. He is a God that cannot lie. He is a God who is, who was, and who will always be. He is God and he changes not. So when God speaks a thing into our hearts, into the earth, into a church, into a family, into a mother, into a child, what he says will come to pass. The word of God says that God is not man, that he should lie. Neither is he the son of man, that he should repent. If God said it, he is going to bring it to pass. The problem is not that God won't do it. The problem is, is that oftentimes we have problems waiting on God. Mm. We have problems waiting on the Lord. But the wait on the Lord is not for God. God is complete in and of himself. Genesis, the first chapter says, in the beginning was God. In the beginning, God. In the beginning, before anything ever was, God is. And he will always remain. His stability is not in question today. Even when the earth is shaking all around us in every system in place is shaking our God is not shaken what does that mean that means if our God is not shaken then we as the people of God can go through what
whatever challenge there is to go through and not be shaken because our stability is not in the land. Our stability is in the God who created heaven and earth and who maintains the earth in the palm of his hand. Stick with the plan. Look at Hagar and, Ab and Abram and Sarai. God spoke to Abram and he said, your seed will be multiplied exceedingly as the stars in the sky, as the sand on the shore. You will not be able to count them for the multitude of the seed. God spoke to Abram. What does that mean? That means what God said had already been sent in the atmosphere to work exactly the way that God said it would work and look at what God said God said he said your seed in all of your seed the nation shall be blessed he had not spoken yet to Sarah so Sarah did not know even though she knew that God spoke to her husband Abram she did not know whether or not God was including her in the plan and the enemy nobody but the enemy will cause us to step out of the will of God spoke to Sarah and said you've been 10 years in the land of Cana you've been 10 years in the land of promise and you have not produced a promise I say this to every mother every person that's listening on today I don't care how long you've been standing on the promise of God do not allow the enemy to cause you to stray from the plan Look, I've got to have faith that is unshakable in this hour. I've got to have faith that is unmovable in this hour. I've got to have faith that says no matter what comes and no matter what goes, I will stick with the plan of God. Lord have mercy in order to stick with the plan we have to be willing to wait I understand I understand baby I really do understand I happen to be not one of the best waiters that there is on the planet but I'm learning that they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength they shall mount up on wings as eagles they shall walk and not be weary and they shall run and they shall not faint they that wait on the Lord and the psalmist says wait baby wait 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 on the Lord and be of good courage and he shall strengthen thine heart the wait is not for God the wait is for you the wait is deter is, is sharpening your character the wait is building your faith the wait is making you more of a secure person of God it's the weight of God and it it continues to work on us as we wait as we wait we see him move and then he moves in this area I got strength to wait on the next area when he moves in my finances I got strength to wait on my children when he moves in my children I got strength to wait on my husband when he moves in my husband I got strength to wait on my education when he moves in one area while I'm waiting it gives me confidence that he's gonna do it 
Stick with the plan. I got to have faith to be willing to wait. I said willing to wait. Now Sarah was not willing to wait. And when we're not willing to wait, what happens is, is that we can, we can contrive a plan outside of the will of God. We come up with a plan B, a plan C, a plan EFG. We come up with all the plans because we're not God. And we don't know why he has us waiting. And so we figured I can do it faster than God. Now, when we come up with a plan and we, she brought Hagar, her Egyptian servant, into her husband, Abram. Look, when we are not willing to work, wait, oftentimes we get other folk caught up in our tomfoolery. Ain't nobody in here saying nothing to me. It's not just you that's caught up. Now it's Abram, it's Hagar. Everybody connected with Hagar because I would not wait on the Lord because I thought that I had a better plan. And then I turn around and try to figure out why it didn't work. It didn't work because it was not the plan of God. Stick with the plan. In order to stick with the plan, I have to be willing to wait. Look at this. And when Sarah brought Hagar into Abram, she conceived. See, it wasn't Abram that was not able to produce. It was Sarah that could not produce. And the lack of production when there is activity brings frustration. When you're doing everything you know to do and still can't produce, you get frustrated. When, when hope is deferred, it can make the heart sick. But when you're doing activity outside of the will of God, whatever is not in the will of God will not produce the will of God. I can't have a, I'm not going to do it today. I can't be outside the will of God and expect God's best to come out of the plan. I got to be willing to wait. And then the second thing, look, she says, I'm going to give you my maidservant and perhaps I can have a child by Hagar. In order to stick with the plan, we got to be willing to wait. And we have to focus on the glory of God. Sarah began to say, I if I give Hagar to my husband, then I can have a child. I, it's all about me. It's no longer about Abram. It's no longer about the glory of God. It's no longer about God's plan. I want to benefit from this. So I'm going to give, I'm going to operate out of the will of God. But when we don't focus on the glory of God, we end up focusing on ourselves. And when we don't focus on the glory of God and focus on ourselves, we get out of the will of God and God cannot give the glory I got to be willing to wait on God I have to focus on the glory of God look 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 and the Bible says that when Hagar conceived she the, that Sarah became despised in her eyes look when we end up contriving a plan outside of the will of God and the plan has some type of success or maybe not even some type of success. Sometimes the persons that we've involved in the plan, when they see that they've got what we wanted, it can turn back and backfire on you. And you wondering why they don't like you or they don't talk to me. But you know what, baby? You started this mess. 
You started this mess when you would not wait on the plan of God to be fulfilled in your life. And the Bible says that she went to her husband, look, and she said, my wrong be upon you. Y'all remember Genesis, in the book of Genesis, when, when Eve and, Ab and Adam uh, transgressed against God, the very first thing that happens when we won't stick to the plan is that we begin to blame everybody around us for it not working. She said, my wrong be upon you, uh, and, 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 and this is something you, no, 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 baby, you did this, however, look, before we get to the end, there is hope even when we don't stick to the plan, but I want to encourage you to stick with the plan. Whatever God said, stick with the plan. We have to be willing to wait. We have to be willing to focus on God, and we have to be obedient to the word of God. Look at God speaking. Hagar, when Sarah began to treat her harshly, Lord have mercy. The Bible says that Hagar fled from her mistress. She ran away. And the Bible says she is in the wilderness of her own her way back to Egypt. That's what happens when we don't stick with the plan. The very next thing that normally happens is that we want to go back to our old way of living, our old way of thinking, our old patterns of life. The angel of the Lord meets her before before she can get back to where she was going because even when we don't stick to the plan God is ever looking ever trying to turn it back around ever giving us opportunities to repent ever giving us opportunities to stick with what he said look at what the Bible says the Bible says that he says Hagar he says where are you going where are you coming from she says, I'm fleeing from my mistress. I'm running from the situation that they caused over there at that house, at that, at that, at that residence, at that business, at that uh, uh, school. I'm running from the harshness of the situation. And he says, he says, you will be blessed. Your seed is going to be blessed. And Hagar, even though she was an Egyptian, she was a pagan woman caught up in a plan that she had no power to, to do anything different about. She was willing to listen to God and obey his word. Look at what the Bible says. The angel of the Lord says, return unto her and submit to her. When we obey God's word, the Lord honors his word. He said, turn around, repent, and submit. Go back to doing what I told you to do in the first place. Go back to Hagar, to, to Sarah. Go back to Abram and submit yourself under their authority. Submit yourself under the leadership of their leadership. Go back and repent. And I know I'm messing with somebody right now because the last thing you want to do is repent. The last thing you want to do is turn around. Because when we don't stick to the plan, what often happens is we get stuck in a pity party and it's oh how bad it is for me and oh it's so horrible and oh I'm going through and oh I'm just a nobody trying to tell everybody about somebody and, and, and the Lord is saying no you're not stuck no you're not stuck at all there is still opportunity there is still grace for you to repent Turn around and do it over again. It's time for you to stick, go back to the plan. 
We have to be willing to wait. We have to focus on the glory of God. Be willing to be obedient to the word of God. And then finally, we have to uh, experience the joy and the peace that comes with obeying God. Look at what Hagar says, and I'm just about to close. Hagar says, oh, I see the one who sees me. He said, all this time, I thought I'd been in this place all by myself. All this time, ever since they took me from Egypt and made me a slave, I thought that God had forsaken me. I thought the hardness of the situation meant that God was no longer for me. I thought that I was out here all by myself and was going to make a way for my own self. But now that I have spoke with the Lord, he's given me instructions. I see the one who has been looking out for me all along. I have not been in this by myself. I am not alone. I'm never alone. He that is with me is greater than he that is in the world. He will never leave me and he will never forsake me. Jesus, the son of the living God has made a way for us. She said, I see now. I see why it had to be as hard as it was. Oh my God. She said, I see now. I see why I couldn't hook up with Bobo like I wanted to. I see now. I see why I didn't get that job. I see now. I see why they turned me away from that school. Because they wanted me to. I see now. And God, the ever living God, has had his eye on me all of the time. Lord have mercy. She said, I see the one. I see him. He said, Hagar saw me. Sarah saw him. They knew him. I didn't know him. I was a pagan. Abram saw him. But now I see him for myself. I see him for myself. I see him. I see him. High and lifted up. And his train is filling a temple. Lord, have mercy. Jesus, she said, I sin. Lord, Lord, Lord. That's why it had to go like it went. That's why they had to take me out of Egypt. That's why I had to be grow up in Fifth Ward, Texas, and in the Acres Home, Texas, so I could appreciate when I got to River Oaks, Texas. I see him now. That's why I had to be poking Deans and Wieners when I was a little girl and my mama was on food stamps. Now I can see him. He's working for my good. He's working on my behalf. I see the one who sees me. Stick with the plan, baby. I don't care how hard it gets. Make up in your mind. I'm going to wait on God. Ha, glory to God. I'm going to wait on God. I'm going to be willing to wait. Willing to wait. Not a stubborn waiter. Not a stiff neck waiter. But a willing to wait. I'm going to focus on the glory of God. It's going to be about God's glory. Not about my convenience. But about God's glory. Not about my fame. But about God's glory. And I am going to be obedient to what his word says. Lord have mercy. And I'm going to experience the joy and the peace that comes within when I stick with the plan. Come on, baby. D, he said, turn around. Turn around. Now, you know, we live in Houston. I'm done. We live in Houston, and it, it tends to flood here in Houston. 
and I would be intrigued every time I saw one of them signs that said, turn around, don't drown. I'm telling you, baby, turn around, don't drown. Don't drown in your not sticking to the plan. Don't drown in you not doing what God said. Turn around now and submit yourself to the authority of the one who loves you and loves you the most. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. And thank God. Somebody give God a praise in this place. Come on and open up your mouth and give God a praise in this place. We worship you, we magnify you, we glorify you, we honor you, hallelujah. We glorify your name, we magnify your name. You are worthy, so worthy, so worthy, so worthy. Hallelujah. Now, now, I have one challenge for you. I have a challenge for you. Do you not know what you do right now is going to determine what happens the rest of this week? I know you're watching by your phone. You're watching by your iPad and watching on your TV. But, rest, but you ought to realize that you're in a worship experience. And God's eyes are in every place. He's beholding what you do. You may be right there in your house. God is right there and God requires you to give him a praise so stop talking right now stop doing anything else and open your mouth open your mouth you ought to shout you ought to praise God you ought to lift your
step next to me. Come step next to me. Pastor Tim, come step right here. Come step right here. I want you to step right over here. Oh my, my, my God. My, 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 my God. He's gonna do it. He's gonna do it. Yes. That stay at home order. Yes. 
God blessed me in my oh, yeah. household. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm telling you the glory of God is coming into your house. And when the glory comes into your house, yes. everything in your house yes. is going to rise yes. higher. Everything in your house yes. is going to be blessed yes. because you, you are able to stick with the plan. Yes. God will favor you. You're going to look at, at this day and time and say this was nobody but yes. the Lord. Nobody. He blessed my household. Nobody. He blessed my marriage. Yes. He blessed my life. Yes. If you believe that, go on and praise him a little while longer. Go on, clap. because you want your eternal destiny to be secure in God because you realize that unless the Lord is guiding your life yes. you don't have much of a life yes. you cannot fulfill your purpose without God you need God he is the one that knows and sees what you cannot yes. know and cannot see Every one of you who are viewing right now, take this moment very seriously yes. and say it with me. Jesus, you are the Son of God. You died for my sins. I sinned. I repent of my sins. I trust you as my Lord and Savior. When you rose from the dead, you rose with power to give eternal life. I receive eternal life. Thank you for saving me. As we're worshiping the Lord, will you take this moment now and, and share your gifts and pay your tithes and give an offering? I want to ask every one of you on this Mother's Day to show a gratitude seed. I want you to sow a seed of at least $30. Sow a seed of at least $30. You can do it through Cash App, Zelle. You can text give. You can mail it in. You can put it in the mailbox here at the church. But sow a seed of at least $30 do that now cash app zell some way show your seed thirty dollars in this morning's offering let's all do it today let's let's believe god for it and those of you paying tithes i speak blessings over your household 
over your businesses. I pray that the Lord will protect and preserve your streams of income. We make this confession at this church, and I believe this, that I am a what? Prosperous person. I'm a debt-free person. I'm a 100% tither. I'm a cheerful giver. The windows of heaven have been opened. The doors of failure have been closed. My need is supplied. I live in the realm of the unexpected. I am blessed and cannot be cursed. That's who I am in God. That's who you are in God. You're a blessed person. You're a prosperous person. You cannot be cursed. So we're sowing our seeds. We're paying our tithes. We're giving an offering for that $30 seed. If you're doing that, go ahead and acknowledge that you're giving that. You're sowing your $30 seed. You're being blessed. Father, I thank you for everyone who's given. Thank you for the increase that comes to our lives. Wow. We love you so much. Yes. We love you so much. Yes. Also want to make sure I give clear instructions as we're giving. We're doing that. Thank you. But I want to give clear instructions on those who have given their life to the Lord. You can text the word Christ. The 33222 will respond to you. We have people that respond uh, even from our member services. Generally, Pastor Jackie uh, Godot and her team will respond to you. So we want to make sure you know we are concerned about you. If you're joining the day, you can join too. You can join. Others have joined while we've been online. They've joined. If you want to join, you want to, and even in the notes right there, somebody will see it. You say, I want to join. If you do that, people like Minister Shanae watches stuff like that. Uh, Pastor Jackie Goodall watches that. Pastor James Joy, we watch those areas too. People like Mary Miller, who's online, she watches for things like that. If you want to join, say, I'm joining today. You can do that today. So if you're joining, do that. If you gave your life to Christ, text that word Christ uh, to 33222. And those of you giving, thank you for your giving. Such a wonderful day. Yes. Such a wonderful day. Pastor Terry, you have blessed us this day. We certainly love you and appreciate you. You're such a blessing. Thank you, daughter. We love you so much. He wants us to be distracted, Bishop. Yes. He wants us to be distracted. Yeah, the enemy does. Step up. With what's going on in our country, in our world, the enemy really wants us to get our eyes off Jesus. He wants us to be distracted and think about all the other things, but if we would just stick to the plan of God, love God, obey God. And I felt led to this, say this when you were taking up the offering. In this time, it is not time to back up on our giving. Paul said it this way. He said, I'm not looking for a gift. He said, I don't need your money. He said, I'm looking for the return for you on the gift. The enemy wants us to just hoard everything, hold on to everything. Don't, don't do nothing. Don't know. My obedience to sticking to what God says is my banner to God. Like, God, for you I live and for you I die. I will live and glorify your name. Don't get distracted. God is still God. He still loves you. He is for you and he is not against you. You say, well, you don't know what I did last night. I don't want to know. But God knows and he says, turn around. Stick to my plan. 
on now. Not tomorrow. You know, the day you hear my voice, actually, harden not your heart. This is your word for today. Don't be distracted. Stick with the plan of God. He loves you. He's for you. He's not against you. Yes. Thank you, Pastor Terry. You know what? Hold on, my brother. Hold on, my sister. Do you not? You ain't seen nothing yet. The best is yet to come. I just keep hearing that song ringing in my heart and my soul. Aren't you going to hold on? Aren't you going to be encouraged? Don't you not know? The best is yet to come. You ain't seen nothing yet. Tell somebody, say, you ain't seen nothing yet. You better hold on. You better hold on. Something good is going to happen to you. Do you believe that? I believe it. I receive it. Make some noise with me. Thank you, Lord God. Father, I thank you for the blessing that we've received today for all of those who are participating. I thank you, Lord God, that you're doing something awesome in our lives. So we lift up our hands and we give you a shout of praise for the wonderful things that are in store for us. Thank you that this week is a week of victory. It's a week of overcoming. It's a week of giving you glory. So we open our mouths and we give you praise. Somebody give God a praise with me. Open your mouth and celebrate him. In the name of Jesus, we pray. You have a wonderful week. God bless you. Go forward and enjoy the things of God. He's on your side. Stick with the plan in the name of Jesus. I feel it in this room. Holy Spirit, move. Because when you have your way, Something has to break, tear down every lie, set the wrong thing right. Cause when you have your way, something has to break, something has to break. Right now in your name. Something has to 